Coffee Conversations with Sinti is brought to you by influencer marketing specialists, The Salt, inspiring positive brand conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, beautiful sunny day. We're coming at you from Santon, Johannesburg, South Africa. We hope you're all good. Uh, today in the coffee seat, uh, I've got a Calvin Klein model. His name is Gerald Stewart and he's sales director for The Salt. How are you, Gerald? Good, Santi. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. I'm not sure about the modeling, more a face for radio, okay. uh, which is why we're sitting here and uh, <laughs> not in front of the, the cameras. Yeah, I, I can't wait until the day people see who is behind all of those voices. It's going to be a huge shock. <laughs> <laughs> the master voice. Yes. How are you, Jared? I'm good. I'm Thank good. you for joining us uh, this beautiful day. Uh, we we want to get a sense of... Um, influencer marketing because you're one of the leading practitioners in South Africa so we want to get a sense of what this whole halabaloo is all about. What is influencer marketing? Sure, uh, very very broad question there Sinti but yeah. uh, look I suppose it's quite uh, subjective but you know for me in a nutshell and just to keep it quite simple uh, you know influencer marketing is is nothing new you know uh, you know before I suppose we had sponsorships and endorsements and celebrities and sports stars have really they've been endorsing brands for many many years and have been influencing people uh, um, through those endorsements and um, through the evolution of social media and what that's done to communication channels basically uh, an influencer marketing channel has evolved that's made far more people accessible to brands Um, and and everyone in a nutshell um, is influential to uh, to their friends, their family, to their audiences, big or small, yeah. everyone in some degree has influence over people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so through the rise of social media, that's it's just made uh, influencer channel uh, more accessible to to brands, big and small. Um, All right. And has also just made it cost effective. Uh, you know, for, it allows the smaller brands to play in the space, not necessarily just the big brands like like a Nike, you know, sponsoring global sports stars. Okay. You know, your 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 smaller brands can now also use everyday people that have influence over their micro community. So, very, very broad and, uh, and an exciting channel and expanding exponentially. But, yeah, really in a nutshell, is it's just it's just uh, a new channel. Well, not a new channel. It's it's, yeah. it's an evolution of a channel that that, that uh, always existed. Is it brand specific or industry specific or anybody with a business who wants to? achieve certain objectives can make use of it? Look, I think, I think everyone should use it. Uh, you know, obviously there's, there's a media channel and there's technology and tools. Yeah. Um, I think it depends what, what fits your wallet. Um, obviously it's all budget dependent on what brands can afford. But, but I think anybody in business anywhere will be using influencer marketing in some way, shape or form. Right. Uh, even just word of even mouth. involuntarily they are using it because exactly. yeah, people are talking about your products your services and your brands at large exactly so yeah. so it's being used you know the whole idea about creating a media channel and tools is is obviously trying to scale it yeah you know uh, uh, but but ultimately it's a powerful channel that gets used and, and because word of mouth is so powerful right. really people are using channels to amplify or, or, or scale their uh, their influence offering where does it fit in the marketing mix? Oh. Does it have a specific uh, cog or place where it sits? Yo, I think it's, it's tough. Once again, it depends on who you ask. I think that, that it's becoming a media channel of its own. Okay. Um, I also think that it's, it plays 
I don't want to say in the PR space, but you know, from a from a product placement slash uh, content marketing perspective, yeah, it's very much there. Um, it plays in the social and digital realm. Um, so you know, some some brands are seeing it um, as a channel uh, in isolation or on its own. Obviously, as okay. part of the broader mix, there's one or two very forward-thinking uh, brands in South Africa that have employed dedicated influencer marketing experts to run right. their channels specifically for them in-house. Okay, that's interesting. Um, others, it forms part of their digital mix. Yeah. Um, others, you know, part of their content marketing strategy. So, difficult one to answer. I think at this stage, it's different to different people. But as as time evolves, I think we'll start to see it sort of being a little bit of a standalone channel. Um, All right. As part of obviously part of the the mix. Uh, the market okay, but a bit more autonomous and independent yes yeah all right um how long has the soul been doing this because you guys are strictly uh, an influencer marketing yes you are you know we started we started off <clears throat> over six years ago um, all right in this space um, it was a it was actually more of a transit media and um and word of mouth model all right um, and through the rise of influencer marketing we realized we were really sitting on on an influencer channel, okay, um, and, okay. and and, um, and we didn't. Well, I don't want to say we didn't know it, but you know the channel didn't really exist when we started. Um, All right. So you know we our business has evolved um, over those six years, and, and and for the past sort of two and a half to three years, we've ex- sort of specifically been delving into influencer marketing. Um, through word of mouth conversations, both on okay. and offline. So um, you you also getting influenced, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the industry, the global trends yeah. have shaped our business. Uh, All right. We were fortunate enough to be almost ahead of the curve, being in the marketplace trying to sell All right. something unique. Yeah, um, yeah. And as as that influencer channel uh, evolved globally, so we were already in the mix. It yeah. was fantastic. We tweaked one or two things and. Um, and yeah, now we're able to provide brands with, with a very unique uh, influencer marketing offering. Uh, Alright, it, it almost sounds like you guys started off, um, okay, we are one of the pioneers, I'm not sure uh, what the profile of the industry is, but I'm sure a lot of guys back then just sat in the fence and were like, let's see what happens. So can you take me through the trend from your first year of operation up to now? In terms of uptake, are you seeing a lot of agencies trying to bring this on? Mm. So, so yeah, I think yeah, we were we were arguably first to market. Uh, All right. Definitely from a from a micro influence perspective. So okay. I think we we were quite different. Um, you know, there was another player that launched into the market recently after we we launched, and they really they connected brands with um, with with large or high profile individuals with larger audiences. Yeah. You know, our speciality really was. We've we've built up a large database of everyday people that have opted in to represent brands they use. So okay. these are existing consumers of brands that can speak from actual product experience. And okay, brands love, they're using it every they're day. They're using it already, and they're now prepared to testify yeah. um, as to why. So, so really, really powerful, authentic uh, uh, content that's being created. And I think, yeah, as I mentioned, we started off uh, sort of. Partly in the transit media space with a word of mouth element, and All right. and so what we started to realize that the person was far more powerful than the transit media element. So we evolved our business into these people creating social media content, okay. uh, having word of mouth conversations, 
potentially sampling product uh, if necessary, attending events and creating content there. Um, and now, yeah, over the last sort of two years, we've brought out uh, you know, a digital-only offering, you know, where, where you don't need to utilize all facets of the business, but, right. but you can you know, use exclusively the social media elements of these influencers too. So, right. you know, holistically, our business has evolved with, with, um, with client needs. Yeah. Um, and I think through that, yes, you know, largely we, we saw most of our um, success uh, through dealing with brand teams initially, yeah. but um, as the space has evolved, um, so you know, a lot of the budgets and a lot of the um, strategy sits with agencies. So okay. we are seeing a lot more business coming through the agency network um, and we actively try so to... So there's an, an, an increased um, awareness and understanding of this channel? Absolutely. Would I you think, say so? I, I, think, I think what it was Initially, when you, when you were dealing with the brand teams, it was it was them sort of being a bit maverick in their own right and yeah. doing something different and using an alternative media channel. And I think yeah. the fact that that it's becoming a part of uh, the agency strat, um, okay, you know, and they're planning for the year ahead means that it's becoming mainstream, mainstream to some yeah. degree. You know, yeah. it's really the whole idea is initially we were we had to go and fight for budget that wasn't allocated to us. Now there's yeah, but but also not just budget, but just getting the education across. It's I think it, it must have been a very difficult first two or so years for yeah, you guys. Absolutely, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think that it was very much education driven. You know? Yeah, we'd, yeah. We'd have to go and sit down uh, with potential clients, explain to them yeah. the channel, the offering, the relevance, the importance, the return. Absolutely, yeah. and I think now now that you know the channel speaks for itself and the amount of uh, sort of articles and things out there in the yeah. space and people's knowledge has evolved to a point where it's now part of their plan. Um, yeah. And I think through that, um, you know, obviously we see a lot more players coming into the space of because you know, it's, become a, it's become a proper media channel so there's yeah. loads of people entering the space. You know, fortunately, we've been in, in it for a while, we've paid our school fees, you know, no. so we, we've, we've learned from our mistakes and the challenges over the years so we've got We've got a great offering, um, but yeah, absolutely. I think that it's 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 uh, it's growing from strength to strength, and and as mentioned, it's starting to become a, a permanent fixture on the media schedules and, and that sort of thing. No, oh, all right. And uh, to a, a lay person like myself, what then is the difference, or are, are they similar? Are they the same? Uh, macro versus micro influence. Yeah, I think. Look, uh, depends on on. on whether you take a global view or a local view, you know, globally there's, there's, uh, you know, if you look at a, a, a market like the states, there yeah. are, there are countless amounts of people with over a million followers. Um, I think in South Africa, we've, I think we've got about 29 people that have over a million followers. So okay, the rest of us have 100. <laughs> so I think that's, you know, macro and micro, you know, global definition very different to local. Um, I think for okay. us. We like to, you know, we previously referred to ourselves to play in the micro space, but I suppose technically what we do is brand influencing. We find yeah. consumers of brands and we get them uh, um, to influence their micro communities and then we have ways and means of, of scaling that upward, uh, you know, in order to, 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 reach, um, to reach a larger audience and achieve the reach metrics and objectives. But, yeah. but I think that the difference really boils down to in, in terms of which do you use boils down to your objectives. I think that, you know, do are you looking 
um, to have your brand associated with a particular person All right. who operates in a particular niche yeah. and you're wanting to target uh, um, their audience um, who've opted in to follow them, All bearing right. in mind that their audience is unknown, but you get that scale. So that's very much on the micro uh, space, sorry, or in the yeah, micro, yeah. Uh, I mean in the macro space, sorry. And in the micro space, really what you're wanting is you're wanting to access your, your existing consumers. I think that, you know, when we ask, uh, you know, marketing teams, you know, do they still believe word of mouth is the most powerful form of advertising? Yeah. Uh, you know, most often they all agree. Um, and when we say, do you, do you, would you agree that your existing consumers, your existing consumer base, are your biggest brand asset? Yeah. You know, they often agree with that too. So, okay. you know, obviously. So that's your opening line. It, it almost like, duh, yes, of <laughs> course, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then when you, uh, and then when you chat and, and, and try and find out, you know, how are they accessing accessing their existing yeah. consumer base and triggering word of mouth conversations? Yeah. That's kind of where the challenge comes in. So, yeah. you know, that's where that's where our business slots in, and you know, we're able to access. Okay. A consumer base through our database we've built up over the many years. All right. Um, and, and, and we put triggers in place um, to, to, to trigger online and offline conversations. And then yeah. obviously we measure those and we report back on them in detail. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you, you speak about uh, triggers online and, 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 and offline. So your strategy is not just based on online channels, is it? It's, it's more. Um, it all, does it overlap as well into your traditional mediums and traditional channels? Yeah, so I think, you know, obviously the, 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 the transit media element um, historically triggered um, word of mouth conversation yeah. face to face. I think that another fundamental difference between macro and brand influences, which I didn't touch on, is that, that the brand influences, when they create online content, they mm -hmm. create it to a known audience. So their 500 to 1,000 friends or followers know them personally. All right. Um, and with, with that said, when they see your social media content, when yep. they do uh, engage with you, you know, at the school grounds, at varsity campuses, yep. uh, at the Briar on Saturday, it does also trigger offline conversations. So, so you know, there's research out there um, that, that showcases that 90% of conversations still happen face-to-face. -face. Um, okay. 10% are happening in that digital space I mean obviously that's growing exponentially yeah um, off a smaller base but, but but still a lot more is happening face but, but life would be very boring if we weren't engaging face to face <laughs> with people on a daily basis so course, yeah. I think that the, the power of, 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 of what we want to bring to market is that we bring you all the digital or online social media elements to your your traditional influencer marketing campaigns right, but the but silver we, bullet is 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 the face-to-face -face yeah, mouth stuff definitely. as well yeah and it's extremely powerful and and we don't want to lose sight of that. And if yeah. we can bring you both in the same offering, that's, 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 that's the power that's of what we do. No business gets into business or creates a strategy to look good, to look nice, to smell good, because this is not a, a fashion show. A mm. business is getting a return on, on their investment. Well, I think... <laughs> the, it's uh, obviously not something that you can put a, a dollar rand value in because there's a lot of facets to that return on investment. But Absolutely, and, they, and that's, it, it's, just, it's so important that you sit down with, with the agencies and brand teams up front yeah. to understand what, what, exactly they what are, are their objectives. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because obviously some of them are sales focused. Yeah. Um, and then it's important that, that there are systems in place to measure those. I think that... Yeah. You know, e-commerce has allowed us to track that more rigorously. Um, yeah. So there are elements of, of direct return, if you want to call it that. All right. Um, but it may you may want to grow um, your your followers, uh, 
your fan base, you may want to increase traffic to your website, um, you may want to create positive sentiment. We deal with oh, and you want to grow your following, but not through buying those pots, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. you know, like, organically, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think you know, a lot of we, we work with a lot of brands in the service, in the service industry, and All right. um, obviously, social media becomes a a sounding board for complaints. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, a lot of those businesses use their existing happy consumers. Um, okay, to counter that. To counter that, to create positive. As I said earlier, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so you know, it depends on, on on what your objectives are. But okay. yes, brands certainly are seeing a return. Um, they right. are seeing the power in people. I think that. Um, We've got information at our fingertips these days. So yeah. your trust in branded content, historically, that's all we had to go by. So we yeah. have to trust branded advertising. These days, we've got peer review sites and we've got Google and we've got all the rest. So yeah. you know that you know branded content and, 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 and advertising triggers a thought process. But when yeah. you when you want to know more, you go to to someone you can trust. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so trust I, has become a huge currency, especially in in light of the exponential growth in, in digital media isn't yeah, it yeah absolutely so yeah. so yes to back to your initial question you know brands brands are, are slowly getting there uh, some are a bit more forward thinking than others because right. you know there's a there's a challenge in, 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 in a sense that you've got to let go of you don't you no longer control the brand narrative yeah you know it's, it's and that's hard. difficult I, I think as humans we always want to be in the driver's seat so mm -hmm. to speak yeah so, so brands struggle to let go, but slowly yeah. but surely they are because these branded con or these conversations around your brand are happening, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. so yes, absolutely. Um, there is certainly a return, and the, you know, brands are are jumping on the bandwagon. All right. Looking into your crystal ball, what do you think is next in influencer marketing or for influencer marketing? Yeah, I think I think technology is going to play a big role. All right. Um, I think that. That data is important. Um, I think that that education around the channel will increase um, okay. to the point where brands will look at multiple elements. So of we return. are we are literally moving into the growth stage of influencer mm. marketing. Yeah, I think that the biggest challenge right now is is return on investment. Okay. Um, and, and understanding what that is. All right. And so Reza Sharp. Um, yes. All right. And I think down the line, you know, technology and tools will give us access to information. You know, on on engagement stats and um, and you know who who you're targeting, who you're reaching, rather yeah. than I want to reach that person's thirty-eight thousand followers. Okay. Um, you know, who are those people? How relevant are they to my brand? Um, does my content resonate with them? Um, is it relevant? How important is user-generated content versus yeah. branded content? So there's a lot of there's a lot of tools out there already, but I think that this uh, the space will evolve to a point where where there's a better understanding of return, what that okay. is, and that it's not necessarily just a direct return. I think that all right. that uh, not all marketing is measured by immediate sales. Yeah. You, know, you market today for sales tomorrow. That, that certainly sounds like a, a lot of legwork on the part of the client, but thank God we've got people like you who takes all that out. <laughs> all the client needs to do is to sit back and enjoy the returns, I guess. Yeah, look, I yeah. think that, uh, I mean, it's, you know, often we get asked, well, you know, why can't I do it myself? Yeah. I, I suppose, you know, potentially to some degree you could, but, yeah. but you know, it is, it does take a serious amount of resource, you know, you need, 
people actively measuring you need we have a digital team we have an operational team yeah. we have an account management team and all, right. all these people work full-time uh, to manage campaigns ensure that we get the best return that influences are on point right. that briefs are correct that we're getting the information back from the social media channels. so yeah yeah so yeah absolutely I think that um, at face value it looks relatively simple but yeah. you know, it does it does take a lot of resource on the back end but yeah, yeah that's that's our business that's our game and um, and yeah, we're looking forward uh, to an exciting future. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, sir. And uh, we hope to have you next time. But this has been very insightful. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Gerald Stewart. Thank, thank you so you, much, Cynthia. Thanks for the coffee. Uh, for chat. everybody else, do you, do you need another one? No, I'm good. Uh, okay, maybe a glass of water. Uh, yeah. Uh, for everybody else, please listen in. Uh, download all our episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, as usual, we love you, but we have to leave you. <laughs>